Thank you, Brother Tommy and praise team. We appreciate all you do week after week. Uh, are you prepared to listen quickly? Okay. Always love teacher illustrations, especially when you're talking about children. And Mother's Day is a time of talking about children. If you don't believe it, just ask a mother. Uh, a teacher had given her second grade class a lesson on magnets, and then she said the next day, what starts with an M, and I pick up, it picks up things. What is it? Little boy's hands shut up, shot up, and he probably should have shut up, but his hands shot up, and he said, a mother picks up things. In Matthew 15, 21 through 28, then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, the woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. The mother in our text was suffering she had a daughter who was in desperate need of help, and there seemingly was none. But her character could easily be summed up in four words. In verse 28 of the scripture, Jesus said to the Gentile woman, you have great faith. She was a Canaanite woman who came from the north country north of Palestine, a country hostile to the Jews, actually, and she was presumably married. She had at least one child, <clears throat> and that is all we know about this woman. But Jesus said to her, great is your faith. We don't even know her name. But Jesus commended her as being a mother, a woman of great faith. All we know about her is as her encounter with Jesus. He said to her, only four words, but they would enshrine her as one of the greatest mothers in Scripture. Great is your faith. You know, Jesus is an expert on faith. He is. 
His disciples never heard him say anything like that. Not once did he say to Peter or John or James, you have great faith. Instead, in Matthew chapter 8, he said to them, why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? And then he calmed the storm. What does this woman do, this mother do, to deserve such a praise from the Lord? Here is a woman who in her need was prepared to cross ethnic lines and cross cultural boundaries, any obstacle to turn to Jesus for help. You see, faith requires that we make the effort to cross whatever barriers that may stand in our way. What exactly was it that drove this mother to cross these barriers and, and come to Jesus? First of all, there was hopelessness. She had tried other ways, and they had all failed. Now she would seek help from Jesus, regardless of the cost, regardless of the put-down, regardless of the response of the disciples. She came to seek help from Jesus. She was hopeless. But we find in her commitment, first of all, commitment to her child. It didn't matter the embarrassment. It didn't matter how much someone talked down to her or what they wished she would do in going away. She was committed to her child. She loved her child with all of her heart. Her commitment and love made her accept Jesus' silence and yet still appeal to him and made her suffer apparent rebuffs from the disciples. She stayed right on. She was a woman with helplessness, hopelessness is a better word. She was a woman that was committed, but she was a woman with foresight. She saw in Jesus compassion that would not turn her away. She believed in his ability to change things in her life and in her daughter's life. You see, the measure of our faith is conditioned by what we see in Jesus. Think about that. The measure of your faith is determined by what you see in Jesus. Do you think he's able? Do you think he's powerful? Do you think he's all knowledgeable? Do you think he's everything? Do you think he's the son of God? You see, your faith will be determined about what you see in Jesus, of his wisdom, of his ability of his love. There were at least three things that could have caused her to give up. First of all was the silence of Jesus. She didn't see it as an indifference. She instead reached out to his loving heart. It didn't matter of his actions at the time. She knew this man had a loving heart. She knew who he was and what she was looking for. The rebuke of the disciples That would have made most turn around and go a different way. But she went over their heads to the Lord himself and asked of his help. Then thirdly, the behavior of Jesus himself. What he said in effect was, sorry, ma'am, you don't belong to the right family. You don't belong to the right group. You don't have the claim on me. But she let her needs speak for itself She fell at his feet 
and cried to him, help me, sir, help me. That's the essence of all great faith, to stretch out your hand to Jesus in desperation. That's how you came to faith in Christ. That's how you received salvation and forgiveness, that in desperation you said, Lord, I come to you. You are the only one who can change my life. You're the only one that will offer me eternal life. You're the only one that can give me heaven. And you come to Jesus as the one who could meet your need. She refused to give up. She relied on the grace and mercy of Jesus. When our Lord told her that it didn't seem right to take bread from the children and give it to a dog, she didn't burst into tears and throw up her hands and walk away. She didn't curse. She didn't act ugly. Instead, she gave Jesus an answer that must have excited him and caused him to respond. She said, true, sir. I admit, what's she saying? I'm a Gentile. I admit I have no claim on you. But there must be some extra grace. There must be some grace that I don't deserve. And I'm appealing to you for that grace, undeserving as I am. And Jesus responded, No wonder, he said, woman, great is your faith. No wonder from that moment her daughter was made whole. The greatest mother is a mother of great faith. Let me say to you mothers this morning, some of you stood earlier for prayer, don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't quit praying. Don't quit bringing your children before the Lord. You just keep going on. Keep praying. Keep being a witness to your children and encourage your children to walk with God. Have faithful persistence and God will meet your need. Let's pray together. Father, we've come into your presence today. We thank you for these precious children and their parents as they brought them before the Lord and made the commitment to to rear them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord and to love them and tell them about Jesus. Lord, I thank you for a church that stands with parents. And we say to them, we provide the best children's ministry that we can possibly provide. We, we provide the best preschool and nursery ministry that we feel like we can possibly provide. Lord, we say to them, we do come beside you. We do love you. We do care about your family. We do care about your children. But we say to these other mothers here today, we care about your children. We care about your lost boy. We care about your lost daughter. We, we care about that one that is so far from where you know they ought to be and that one that may be saved but is being indifferent toward the things of the Lord. Listen, we Lord, we lift them to you that we do care. We do love them. And we do join them in praying. But Lord, I pray for these mothers that you'll give them endurance, that you'll give them a faith that supersedes all of their problems. Lord, that you'll give them the grace they need to live under the burden and the load that they carry. 
And Lord, I pray that you will answer their prayer. Answer the prayers of your people. Answer the prayers of these godly mothers and meet the need that they lift before you as they come to you with great faith, trusting that you have the power, that your Holy Spirit has the convicting power, and that the Father loves them. Lord, I pray that we'll see a result of this kind of commitment in the days ahead. Lord, if there's one in this room that does not have that faith, I pray for them right now. In a time of invitation, that they would make a commitment to walk with you, to trust you, to follow you all the days of their life, and that you would use them in a powerful way. And I lift these things to you in Jesus' name. Amen.